I've got one of our podcast's favourite topics, a crusade. Mmm, I've got an all-Native American version of The Rock. <laughs> wow, I can't wait. Game fight! It's November the 20th. Gosh, it's flying by, isn't it? And welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where we go head-to-head with facts about things that happened on this day in history and see who emerges triumphant and who has to eat yoghurt on Sunday, which is the best forfeit I could come up with. These Jake, yeah. I'm Nat Tapley, and we have looked through every single thing that has ever happened in all of time. You have to stop saying that. You cannot say that. (laughs) And these are the best ones. Oh, boy. We hope. Here's round one. Round one! Well, should I go first? If you want, all right. If you feel plucky, um, I am going to go to the twentieth of November, seventeen eighty nine. Ooh! At which point, New Jersey becomes the first state in the United States of America to ratify the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights being the first ten amendments, which say that you have the right to free speech, the right to carry a gun around, the right to not ha- let the police into your house unless they've got a warrant. All sorts of good things in the Bill of Rights uh, and guns. Mm. And <laughs> the Bill of Wrongs. But it was actually the first 12 amendments originally, but the first two of them weren't ratified. Which is why it's only 10. Oh. Article 2 didn't become ratified by all of the states. Which and one was 2? Do you know? I do. Uh, it became the 27th Amendment in May 1992. Wow. Yes. That's quite a long hold-up. It is a long hold-up. Congress. And... Article 1 is still pending. Shut up. It's still pending. Article 2 said that Congress shouldn't be able to vote themselves a pay rise, and it took them 200 years to agree that one. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we're on yeah, it, we're fine. on it. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah, get around yeah. to it, we really will. <laughs> and Article 1 is was the one to do with how you measured how many congressmen there should be per head of population, which if you'd followed the guideline laid down in Article 1 in 1789, there would currently be 6,500 congressmen. <laughs> <laughs> So, as it started, as they were the first state to ratify the Bill of Rights, which is the foundation of liberty in the United States of America, yeah. I put New, J- New Jersey signing uh, the Bill of Rights as the most important thing to have ever happened on the 20th of November, apart from my thing in round two. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you are playing hardball today. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, I think yeah, we should yeah. have a serving member of Congress for every 12, 12 yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how many of us are there? I mean, how big are you expecting this hang country on, to hang get? On. I have an idea. <laughs> what if we just all voted ourselves? Not a bad idea. Everyone should have a vote. Everyone should be eligible. On every issue. But you can't vote for yourself. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? If yes. everyone was eligible. Yes. But you can't vote for yourself. Is that interesting? How many? That, I mean, that's sort of that stupid. is the system, isn't it? Well, you've got to put yourself up as a candidate. Yeah. I'm saying... Oh, right. So everyone... whether, whether you want to be or not. <laughs> Someone else can make you the congressman yes. from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> you get revenge. You're not representing my rights very well from Bedford, you... <laughs> I'm just saying. It's yeah. an idea, isn't it? Okay, fine. I'm going to take you to 1890. Thank you. November the 20th. Mm-hmm. Pope Leo the 13th. Yeah. Unlucky for some. Yeah. Uh, wrote an encyclical... Mm. And we've all done that. Yes. I know exactly what one of those is. <laughs> <laughs> Which was called On Slavery in the Missions. Oh, was mm. he pro or anti? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> he was anti. His Catholic Ecclesiae. Oh, yes. 
Mm. I remember well, it. You can tell I went to state school sometimes, I think. <laughs> the Catholic Anyway, on slavery in the missions. Yes. So uh, these were sort of letters, and the Pope singled out for praise uh, 12 previous Popes, because it's been loads. <laughs> was it Leo's one, two, three, one, two, three? <laughs> yeah. Leo the 13th, oh, yeah. as my favourite Popes were. <laughs> uh, if you who, like this Pope, you may also be interested in... Exactly. Uh, they, who had made determined efforts to abolish slavery. Oh, well done. Um, however, Maxwell, I'm sure you knew the theologian and scholar, mm. Maxwell, in <laughs> 1975, mm. notes that Leo... 13, uh, did not make mention of conciliar or papal documents nor canons of the general church law ah. that had previously sanctioned ah. slavery. Ah. <laughs> but that well, is... A foolish error for Leo XIII to have made. <laughs> very much Maxwell <laughs> true to form there. Uh, five of the popes praised by Leo issued documents that authorised enslavement as an institution. Right, so these are... As a penalty for ecclesiastical offences. <laughs> I am completely against slavery unless you unless, upset the Pope. Yeah, unless you've yeah annoyed yeah. me, in which case, big <laughs> trouble, mate. Uh, or when slavery arising through war. Uh, mm. No distinction is made in Pope Leo's letters between, quote, just and, quote, unjust forms of slavery oh. and has therefore been interpreted as a condemnation of slavery as an institution, though other Catholic moral theologians continue to teach up until the middle of the 20th century that slavery was not intrinsically morally <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I just wonder how mm. committed to the idea of slavery you have to be when even the Pope <laughs> says, you know what, guys, I think we're going to call it quits on the slavery thing. It's a bad idea. And you go, no, you know what? I'm going to go to bat for slavery again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what needs more defenders in the world? Slavery. Yeah. It's it sort of a fair crack of the whip. This mm. is not This is not comparable, but um, do you remember when that new Gillette campaign came out? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The one with seven blades? Saying, you know, like... Um, the how how the best a man can get or yeah. a man needs to be better basically best post me too and right. very good and sort yeah. of saying you should call out bad behavior from right. your mates and blah 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 and uh and there was a huge backlash with some women saying no i'm i want a man to be a real man he should why listen how else am i gonna get taught <laughs> you know what i mean like oh anyway that's a terrible the Real comparison. men wouldn't use razors anyway. They would just be adorned just blow with torch, the... Yeah. Blowtorch. Every 20 minutes, I have to, mate. It's too manly. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pushing me out of the way over here. I'm getting yeah. further from the mic as, <laughs> as Jake's beard pushes me backwards. So, um, yeah, that's mine. It's quite good. So, yeah. I mean, slavery already was illegal in most countries, so I'm going to make an argument that yeah, a bit of right. You're, you're all right. Yeah, okay. I'm not enjoying the fact that you're back in the lead at 3-2 there. Yes, get in. Let's do the birthday. smell the yoghurt <laughs> being pressed into my left nostril as we speak. Happy birthday to Victor de Hont, the Belgian lawyer who came up with the system Limerick. Okay. <laughs> there was a young man called de Hont. 
Uh, he came up with the system we used to elect people in the European elections. Oh, wow. So that form of proportional representation was put with by Victor Dahant. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, too, to Norman Thomas, the six-time failed socialist presidential candidate in the USA. Oh, wow. And Six times? Six times. That's a lot of your life, isn't it? It's a lot of your life to spend with people going, people aren't that interested in socialism in this country. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. I mean, it's not like he came a good second. <laughs> I ran a very close 29th, yeah. Uh, also in one county to... of one state. <laughs> Joe Biden, who has never stood as a socialist anywhere. No. But has been the vice president, so yes. think on it, Norman And Thomas. is very off the moment, isn't he? Death Day is very sad. Death Day, Emperor Numerian, who was emperor oh. of the Roman Empire for less than a year and never actually got to Rome. Yeah, I, know, I almost feel a bit sad when I think of him. Yeah, he was in Syria when uh, his father died, um, making him emperor, and so he tried to get back to Rome. And when he got to Homs, uh, he stopped coming out in public and they kept carrying him around in his sedan chair, essentially, whilst his friend, Aper, said, oh, he's got something wrong with his eyes, he doesn't want to come out. No, it's really bright here in Homs. He's oh, going to stay in Does he get migraines? Is that and it? On they walked for weeks and weeks and weeks until they decided it was a, get a bit smelly. It was starting to drip. And they looked inside and he'd been dead the whole time. Are you serious? So that was the 20th of November, nine, no, 284. Imagine being the carrier. Yeah, that sedan chair. Apple was essentially trying to weekend at Bernie's, the Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He's just very ill. You'd be like, I walked 400 yes. miles I carrying a... Just rolled Could him. have dragged it. <laughs> oh, man. At which point Diocletian had Apia put to death and made, had himself. Diocletian made emperor. Funny that. So that's It was so much day. easier in those days, wasn't it? It wasn't. It was, yeah. We could sort of like, you could be emperor. Yeah. It was like hosting your own Saturday night TV things. show. It was just so much easier. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, happy death day to Numerian. Also, happy death day to Caroline of Ansbach. Where do you think she was queen of? Ansbach? England. England? What? She's George II's wife. Caroline of Ansbach. Uh, she didn't get on well with her son, who was to become George III. Um, she said of him, Look, there he goes, that wretch, that villain. I wish the ground would open this moment and sink the monster to the lowest hole in hell. That's the Queen talking about the Prince of Wales. I mean, in possibly the worst relationship at the well until the present. Y- yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's postnatal depression in this. That's that's very dark. It is quite dark. Uh, also, happy death day to Maud of Wales. Guess where she was Queen of? England. Norway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These but, royals, you just never know, do you? Yeah. Maud of Wales. Where is she Queen of Norway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean WH? Uh, yeah, no, yes. she was oh, born right. of Wales because she was born in Wales. She was another of Queen Victoria's grandchildren. Uh, she was the first Queen of Norway who wasn't also Queen of Denmark and Sweden, and she was known as Harry to her family. Okay. Happy death day to those ones. That is one bonkers assortment you've picked <laughs> out for today. Well done. Thank you. Round two. Right, round two. This is a bit serious now because either you're going to properly pull away today. Mm. Or I'm going to equalise. Okay. I'll go first. Good. And I'm going to 1272. Oh, my goodness. The November the 20th off of that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Edward I yeah. was proclaimed King of England mm-hmm. after the death of his father. 
Henry the Fat, third, sorry. <laughs> if you've been listening earlier in the week, that would have made sense. Gag. He would take two years, though, to return to England from the Ninth Crusade. Mm. And uh, there was an attempt to assassinate him. All these people trying to get home. The dead, dead, yeah, dead. Yeah. Get, uh, yeah. Go Emperor home and Numerian. Rune, rule the country. Yeah. And so we end up Bernie's him too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they prop him up with the sunglasses on with sign writs from him. Um, no, he, he, he's, he made it. But there was an attempt in Caesarea, mm. uh, an attempt to assassinate him. Now, there are very different versions of it. Uh, no one knows who was sent by. It could have been the Emir of Ramla or by Baybars. Of course. At, yes. You always blame the Baybars. Um, you blame them for yeah, everything. blaming Baybars. Coming over here, taking no, our I'm, jobs. Not, I'm not saying... Like, I, I know several Baybars who are very nice. Oh, not him. He's fine. He's all right. He's, yeah, he's, not, he's, a, right. he's not really a he's Baybar, not is he? No, no. <laughs> Um, some legends also say that the assassin was sent by the old man of the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the man in the moon, why not? Um, who was the leader of a heretical Muslim sect. Uh, but Edward killed the assassin. There's a great picture of him Ooh. sort of leaping from his bed to spring and, and get the assassin. Uh, but he mm. got a festering wound from a poisoned dagger. In the process, I'm starting to realise this is all a euphemism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm terribly ill. Oh, I've got a festering wound today. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, then he left and uh, he he made it. He got back. Uh, he went via Italy, Gascony, and Paris. And became the hammer of the Scots. Took right? him two years to get back. Uh, got there in twelve seventy four and was crowned king of England on the nineteenth of August twelve seventy four. So yeah, two years mm. it took him. Which you know, better than Emperor Numerian, who never made it at all. Well, he did. It's just that he was a bit runny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what you got? I'm, I'm very worried about today. I'm going to go to the 20th of November 1969, when a group of Native Americans occupied Alcatraz oh. to protest their treatment by the federal government. Um, they occupied the island. It was a group called uh, Indians of All Tribes, IOAT, they called themselves. Um, it had previously been occupied in 1964 by a Native American group um, who offered to buy the island back for what it was originally bought for from the Sioux for 47 cents an acre. That's shocking. The occupation lasted 19 months until June the 11th, 1971, wow. when the federal government forcibly removed all the protesters, the 15 remaining protesters at that point, from the island. And that was the event that brought Native Americans under investigation by the FBI in, in their COINTEL pro, uh, operations. So they're, essentially they're covert. They became subject of covert federal investigations after that right so let me get this right yeah you've got cool awful fbi spy stuff yeah you've got alcatraz yeah cool yeah and you've got native americans yeah which is like as cool and as we you could can quote get bits of the rock and you've got <laughs> bits of the rock you have absolutely smashed it i am gutted thank you i'm right. so My gutted i have a feeling tomorrow is not going to be as impressive well I'm I'm really worried now because it's it's four two now. Yogurt, yogurt. <laughs> so weird. Yogurt if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a forfeit thing and it yes. happens on Sundays. On Sunday, make sure now. you listen. But uh, I can still One win. Us, Jake. We'll be eating yogurt, <laughs> <laughs> spoon fed by a blindfolded gnat. Yes. Um, hilarity doubtless will ensue. Yes. Uh, while we re- discuss, while we discuss uh, a historical figure or yes, event sure that. Uh, well, I'm not sure either, Nat. I can still win this. Wow. 
We will see you tomorrow when I'm going to thrash him. Well, write and rate and review and subscribe and do all that before then. Yeah, but but but, but say I'm better. Although that doesn't really work with the point system, but it's fine. Yeah. Just just be honest. That's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible Bye. Bye.